to The Forbes Factor, featuring celebrity TV host, million-dollar entrepreneur, and renowned health and fitness superstar, Forbes Riley, a familiar face from TV, as well as one of today's most sought-after female motivational speakers today. You'll connect with some of the top experts in health and fitness, business, and personal development, as well as some surprise celebrities, all sharing their insight, tips, and tricks to finding true happiness. Now, here's your host, Forbes Riley. Well, hello, 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 everybody, and welcome to The Forbes Factor. It's one of my favorite hours of the week, and I'm here with some very special friends and guests. And, you know, we always like to say, where in the world is Forbes Riley? Well, I've been home all of January 2024. And very excited to be in my space. Uh, I traveled a lot. You know, it's, I don't know how many of you felt, but right before COVID, I was probably at the height of my traveling career. COVID hit and I had to sit home and I thought, oh, I love my couch. I love my bed. I love my kitchen. Well, guess what, guys? Next week, we go out on tour for the next seven to eight weeks. And you're going to see me broadcasting all around the globe. Uh, I've got a speaking gig coming up in Utah. Big, big one. And if you want any information on any of the things that I'm up to, simply go to ForbesRiley.com. But I'm in Utah, North Carolina, Phoenix. I head off to L.A. Then I'm heading, oh, then Joshua, got to love this. Hopefully his last time is going for the Arnold Classic Champion, a bodybuilding huge, huge competition. He's won it twice. This will hopefully be his last time as he's 46, and it's such a hard struggle watching that man eat endless tuna, steak, and a broccoli. Yeah, you want to know how to be, and then go to the gym two hours a day and then sleep the rest of the time. It's not a life, I don't know, but he looks so good. Uh, but it's rubbed off on me. And so my question for you is, one, I'd love to rendezvous with you when I'm traveling around the world. Uh, but two, did you make any resolutions this year? Was your 2024, oh, I'm going to go do this, and by week two, you're like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to do that. I'm going to share with you, I'm on 100% right now. I promised myself to lose X amount of pounds because I had, you know, your metabolism gets kind of crazy. I was just noticing things didn't fit like they used to. I accomplished that and just going to the gym on a regular basis. I cannot say every day because I'm not Joshua. I'm not Superwoman. I'm human. There are things come up and I don't want to beat myself up because that's what a lot of you do. As soon as you're not perfect, it's either for me, it used to be perfect or nothing. I didn't go to the gym, which means I can eat chocolate cake and hang out at the No, it does not mean that. It simply means you didn't go to the gym. Let's renegotiate with ourselves. And so I've set some very nice parameters. Uh, and then for those of you who are playing along, if you're listening live, and so many of you are around the world, thank you. The 29th of January starts a very exciting 12-week speaker training that I am launching live on Zoom, global. I've got people in Mozambique, in Sri Lanka, in Bali, in Iceland, all registered to participate. You want to expand your reach, you want to come check it out. So simply go to ForbesRiley.com and say, hey, I want to be a speaker. So I'm going to get to my first two guests who said, I want to be a speaker. They did it long before I got there, but they are the most wonderful couple. They have so many things to, to teach us and preach us. And it's not by coincidence that they're on the Forbes Factor, but their product, their company is called the R Factor. Please welcome Mara Siegel and Ken Ashby to the stage. Hi, my friend. Hey, so great to see you, Forbes. All right. Well, you guys look so perfectly coordinated in blue. I got to tell you, we talk a lot. Of, now, we've never seen the radio. They can't hear you. Tell everybody a little bit about who you are. A little bit who we are. So um, Ken Ashby, Mara Siegel, one, we are dynamic duo husband and wife couple, America's Master Connectors. And we're really known for working with individuals and teams to up-level their relationships from disconnected to collaborative, confident, productive, romantic, and playful. Yes, Ooh. because the, the R factor is all about the R relationships. And that's what our book is about. And that's what we, we train on. And uh, knowing that evolving relationships could be the next step in human our human story. That's for I, sure. How did you come to that? Well, you were mentioning it in the in your pre-show. You were just mentioning COVID, and I'd have to say that during that time we were traveling 260 days a year together, working with corporate clients, business entrepreneurs. We were working with celebrity chefs, uh, Broadway, all sorts of amazing events that we were producing. Uh, and on the road, 260 days a year, and COVID hit, and boom, yes, sirree, we love our bed, we loved our house, we loved just being still and breathing yeah. for a moment. 
And so for years, for like 25 years, our work has all been centered on relationship marketing. Every single piece of it, right? Because we're in relationship 24-7 from the time we wake up in the morning to the time we go to bed at night and then some. And this relationship immersion started to really come forward for us because everything we do in our business had been focused on how do we enhance our relationships with our customers? And what we started to see during that whole period over 10 years is it's actually not just the relationship with your customers. What's going on inside your business? What's happening with your teams and their relationships? Are they connecting? Are they really doing the best for themselves and their business? So COVID kind of gave us this amazing opportunity to take everything we'd been doing and really put it out into the world to serve individuals and teams to really build those connected relationships. And obviously it starts with us because it's an inside job, right? So we get to be husband, wife, business partners. On some days it doesn't work because we're not necessarily <laughs> connecting well, but that's part of it is really navigating what works for all of us to create these solid connections to build phenomenal business and phenomenal well, life. I'm going to hit on the personal part for a second because I've worked with all my family members. I I eat, live and breathe what I do. Yeah. I don't know I, I don't know any other way. And I think when you're an entrepreneur and a solopreneur and you always have great ideas, um, I'm always in, and, and literally, my ex-husband was my business partner for many, many years. He still is in Spin Gym. Joshua, as it turns out, is the most wonderful photographer and videographer. So now he travels working with me doing that. My daughter runs my company and my son is also, it, this is mom, it's the family business, right? Um, I'm assuming other people do it differently, but I wasn't raised in a nine to five family. So I don't know how the rest of the world functions, but- there is, like you said, it doesn't work every day. So can you give my listeners, if you do want to either be in, because here's the thing, even if you're married, you may not be in the exact same business, but you are in business together. You file those tax returns, you take those vacations, you pay those bills. There is a level of relationship that you do need to have, right? Absolutely. How do we strengthen that? Yeah. Absolutely. And you know what? Mara said it doesn't work every day. Well, it works every day, but we have to work at it every day. We have to think about where we're not communicating, where we're disconnected, which we very rarely get disconnected, but and just keep keep working at the relationship because a relationship re, is involves resilience. You have to be resilient for any relationship to survive. And so well, are, we you, wait, wait, are you guys opposites or similar? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so I say, you know, it's funny. So I, I say yes, because, you know, I'm I'm more the A, the type A, right? The alpha. And so Forbes, you and I have talked about this, well, right? My name starts with A. I know, it's okay, true. So. It's true. And, and, and Ken is more, and Ken is more the B and comes forward in a different kind of strength. So what I've learned so much from Ken is that, you know, we are, we have similarities in how we ultimately reach the end. It may not be the same steps, but we always have the same commitment and mission in mind. And so in that, we navigate through that. And so that's where we're similar, where I think that we're probably opposite is that I come in right away and I'm instinctual. I'm an, I'm intuitive, I'm an intuitive leader. I can walk in a room and go, Yep, I'm very clear. I can see A to Z. I can do that. Ken probably is a little bit more process oriented because he's also that creative because he's a singer songwriter, right? So I think yeah. in that way, yeah. um, and we come, we don't always come at it the same way, but we always end up in the same spot. And from a family leadership, like we're looking at this and saying, look, this is a this is all about human connection skills. How are we communicating with ourselves? with our teams, with our family. It's the same thing. It's one life, one body, one planet. So it's not about the personal and the business, right? When you think about what you're doing in your business, Forbes, and how you're working with family, it's business and personal. It's all connected. It's one life. And so that's really how we how we work with, with teams and navigate the differences with grace and honor. And we use these four key rhythms because our days are about the rhythm and the tone that we're setting in our day and it's respect and responsibility and reframing and resilience. And man, those four, without those four things, your culture and your family and your business, it's not working. It's not working. Those four are really the most important key factors in any relationship, no matter what you're doing. I think one thing that I would just focus on the respect idea of it. I think one thing that 
keeps us motivated, keeps us in the same groove, so to speak, is respect. I respect Maris so much. I have learned so much from Maris. She teaches me all the time. And I don't know that we always end up in the same, we start at the same position. So we know where we're going and there, there are different ways to get there. We always say that there's a hundred ways to do everything and you just have to choose one that works right for you. And one of the one of the one of the ways that we sort of work together is we used to think that uh, okay we're this is work time and this is personal time, and it didn't work that way because we'd find ourselves at dinners doing something creative, thinking about this and what. So really, what we decided is it's all part of our playtime, our curiosity, and when one of us says, you know, I'm done for the day we respect it and say, okay, fine. That's the way so, it is. All right, so that's a very interesting question. I have been told by my children who adore me huh, that I don't have boundaries and it's pissing them off to no end. That mom, we can't always talk about business over dinner. How do you differentiate? Give me some clues well, here. I, I think it's essentially that way is that we, we respect the fact that one of us at some point in time during the day may have a different agenda and, uh, needs to take a break, and so we just we just say it. Hey, and, I, and you and you really you really get to honor that. Yeah. But I, but I think the the thing I want to bring in here that is very important is expectations. Mm -hmm. Expect, expectations without agreement will create premeditated resentment every time. So there's okay, a wait, dig dig into that about what premeditated resentment does. That's really so, important. So here here's what happens with 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 expectations, and this is part of responsibility and respect, right? Expectations. So Forbes, you're on go all the time. It's one of the things we share. It's one of the things I love about you. Like I, seriously, I do not know how you give 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 give, and then get that quiet. Now I know that you have that quiet with Joshua and you allow that space, which again, you and I have talked about, but when we're in our family and we're going all the time, that's the same team as in your business. Same thing, whether mm -hmm. or not you're doing it either way. So this expectation piece, if there's not a solid communication about, okay, family, okay, McKenna, what are we expecting of each other this week? Okay, Joshua, okay, Forbes, whatever that looks like. And then within that framework, we get to respect it because the premeditated resentment, if there's not an agreement, is you walk in with expectations being unmet. Mm -hmm. And unless you can agree to them in the upfront, which takes solid communication. So a lot of what we coach on with teams and individuals is how to raise the collaborative, the connected conversations, the mastery of connection, because that communication within a team, whether individuals, families, whatever it is, or corporation, that really changes everything. And when expectations can be aligned, everything works. Everything works. And so what's the big advice that you give to people? Well, that's one of them, right? That That's one of them. The other is that Mastering connected relationships takes four key rhythms. It is respect. And within respect, that's being present, communicating, being aligned. Responsibility, which is really about accountability, expectations. How are you showing up? Who are we responsible for? Being in response versus in reaction, right? Mm -hmm. And then reframing, always being able to listen to somebody and meeting them where they are meeting or, them where they are and looking at something from a new perspective so it can shift and then resilience from resilience when we can ask and seek support and not lone wolf which i was famous for for many years ask and seek support to be able to receive and give it that's the other piece and when those four are working in sync that's in our factor culture that works for making great business deals and a thriving family I love that. We have a, an added guest, and I would love to bring him on stage, but his camera's not on. Alec, can you turn your camera on for me, please, so I can find you? I'd like to introduce you to two of my very, very dear friends. He's got a very unique name. It really makes you want to, you know, kind of go to the top with a guy named Alec Mountain. Yeah, Absolutely. Hey, Alec. Alec, will you come on here? Look at how smiley Hi, Alec. he is. Alec, we've oh, got yeah. about three minutes to the end of this first segment. I would like you to introduce yourself to Maris and Ken and everyone else, please. 
Yeah, nice to meet you guys. I'm nice. uh, yeah. Alex Mountain, and uh, it's a pleasure uh, meeting you guys. And thanks for introducing us, Forbes. So, tell us a little bit about you. That's a little bit about me. Well, I live in Irvine, California. I recently moved back to Orange County uh, about 18 months ago after having spent my pretty much my entire life in Seattle. And uh, when I got here, I really didn't know anyone whatsoever. So I started doing a lot of entrepreneur-based events in Orange County every single month. And uh, it worked really well. And now I continue to do them. I actually have an event tonight, good timing. And uh, I teach other people how to do their own events wherever they are to grow and scale their client base and meet lots of awesome people. And we have all done our own events. What advice do you give to people? Uh, what I would focus on is, if I would say one piece of advice, it'd be to focus on building a community first. So what I tell people to do is start with what types of people do you want to attract and what is the intention around bringing them together and making that super clear. So that way you get not only people excited about you, but also your events and get them to show up, buy tickets, all that sort of thing. But yeah, I think it's a mix of having a really clear message, being very firm in what you want to create, and of course, having uh, an effective ad uh, advertising strategy, which we've been also talk about, but yeah. Do you do your own as well as inspire other people to create their own events? Yeah, exactly. So I do my own events pretty much every single month in Orange County. And then I also teach other people how to use my own system for them to grow their client base wherever they are in their own oh. niche. Okay. Well, I thought that Ken and, and Maris would love hearing from you. We're going to take our first commercial break, although we're being streamed live on YouTube now that I'm no longer on Facebook. Don't ask why. Um, so why? I'm excited. Yeah, why? You know why? Because, oh, okay, because the okay. First Amendment doesn't exist everywhere. That right to free speech. I don't know. I, I think it's fascinating to me. Don't get me started. They'll shut me down everywhere. They're bigger than we realize. All right, you guys, we're going to take our first quick break. You listen to the Forbes Factor. We focus on health, wealth, and happiness. We'll be right back after these few messages. Don't go away. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. If you hate going to the gym but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert, Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to The Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now, back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Forbes Factor. I've got some fun guests here who are all crushing it when it comes to various aspects of business. So when you look at Maris and Ken, and there are 
factor, you will realize that to work with them and understand them, they're all relationship-based. And then they have this adorable, if not slightly sickening, I'm sorry, did I say that out loud? Relationship that just makes the rest of us go, oh, no. (laughs) And I can say that and I don't have an ounce of bitterness because I am in fact in love. However, if you asked me seven years ago, when I went through a transition from being married to being single for a while as a mom, for about 10 years, I was inherently miserable. Um, because I wanted to be in love. I have a romantic sense of what love is. And I'd had a partnership with my, my ex and it fell apart because we also raised a little boy who was murdered. So give it up for the fact that we survived when a lot of people don't, just even as people, uh, to go through that, to have my wedding photo on the cover of the LA Times and go through a full-on murder trial uh, over the course of three years. So I understand that it might have had a little something to do with our connectivity. But then for 10 years, I just thought I was fine. I wanted to raise my kids, but I knew that I wanted this love thing. And I started to hold on really tight to it. And Alec has got some very young ears. He's only 26. I was already in my fifties and I'm like, Oh, I don't, I don't want to do this all by myself. I want to be in love. And then somebody called me and said, Forbes, are you married? I'm like, no, why? Like, well, I don't see any love in your work lately. I'm like, screw you. What are you talking about? (laughs) Maybe I was a little bitter. I don't know. And I had to sit down with myself and go, look, what am I really looking for? And I did what I love doing best. I manifested the most beautiful man in the whole world because I got quiet. I got clear on what I wanted. And it was very important to me that I got all of the things I wanted because you absolutely settle. You, you, you get what you tolerate. And that goes to everybody. And when I look at Maris and Ken, who are very not only deeply in love, but have a great sense of communication and now choose to teach it to others, I think what they represent in this world is very, very important. And to my love, Joshua, who is patient and caring and sweet and ambitious, but not pushy, which is amazing because I'm exactly that opposite. Uh, It's nice. It makes me want to get up in the morning, go to bed at night, go to bed early sometimes at night um, and just enjoy my life to no end. So I love that. I I was saying for that that. actually it brings to mind that they're this sort of couplepreneurship, which we're in. uh, This is not unusual. Thousands of years ago, four thousands of years, it has been a family business. The families work together to create the world and the life that they wanted. So it's nothing new. It's just sort of reestablishing those. Not we're not agrarian family, not agrarian society anymore, so to speak. But so I think it's something that's been around a long time, and we're embracing it. And I also really want to call something forward that that, that you actually desire. Desire is the first step in every connection and relationship. Desire, whatever that looks like for you. And I know Forbes is like, hmm, going to bed early, got it. Okay, that's not what I mean, right? We Sure it is. I love Netflix. (laughs) (laughs) Me too, me too. So, right. So the thing, the thing about desire is that desire brought all of us here today. Desire is absolutely, we are in relationship with someone or something 24-7 because desire comes from what do I want? I want a new car. I want a new job. I'm looking for a relationship. I want my kids to do well. I want my team to succeed. I want to make a million dollars. It all starts with desire. And then from that, we create the connection to get to the relationship because in order to create the relationship to get what we desire... We create a connection and then we're intentional and we're committed. And that's what you've been. And it's been remarkable to watch over the years and to get to know you and to be in your circle of love, of mentorship, of leadership. And we just thank you for that because you keep showing up as who you are. And it's one of the things we love about you as well. Well, and I appreciate that. And so, Alec, you're watching this little love fest. Um, Are you in love? Not yet. I have somebody that I'm seeing right now that I like, but I would not say I'm in love. Right now. Uh-oh, now she knows that. That's over. Okay. I'm saying, hey, I think it takes a, a lot. It takes a certain amount of time before you feel like you can fall in love with somebody. Let's say it's all process. Has oh, that Alec, mm-hmm. fall, in love, fall in love immediately. No, no. Well, okay. Well, that actually, no. My I know people that have done that too. And my twenty-one-year-old son just went through his first heartbreak of his girlfriend of four years, and mm-hmm. as sad as he was, I'm very grateful because I do believe 
again, Alec Maris and Ken can say differently, but I'm I'm a I'm a lover of 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 appetites. I've wanted to try every food ever out there. Not that you should be with every man ever out there, every woman, but you should definitely enjoy. There's a there's a plethora of people to meet and enjoy, especially in your twenties. I cannot recommend not falling in love for good at that age, because things change, and you should allow yourself to grow. And I've noticed lots of couples, you know, go through these changes. But I do know that Alex, at his wedding, I'm just going to sing Ain't No Mountain High Enough. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And, and it's time for peak performance. <laughs> there you go. Oh, Alec, we're going to have fun with you. But Alec, too, you know what? Hey, pal. So when someone says to you, are you in love? The first thing you get to say is, yes, I love myself first. Because in order mm-hmm. to love someone else, right, it's an inside job. Right. So yeah. you actually we we kind of love you already because you're just really cute. Forbes, he's adorable. Right. But, yeah, it starts inside. So you already you already love yourself. And right, it's a, and that's where it starts. So you get to say, yep, me first. And now I'm learning to be in that love relationship with someone else. Great. Now you've got two older women fawning on you about how cute you are. Your life is good right now, dude. <laughs> Sorry, Ken, honey. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll appreciate you more if you could help me and my tribe. And I do have a very beautiful community of over twenty four thousand students now. Um, understand how to put on an event. I would love to hear some, or even just speak at an event. From your perspective, I'm literally launching a new course on Monday about speaker training. And I'm doing this because I come to it as an actress. I come to it as a Broadway performer. That's a very different than somebody who had a business idea, has a PowerPoint and can get on stage and talk. I think I have the level of success I do. I've got 19 bookings. I'm leaving for a tour starting next week. And I give great speech because of the vocal, the physical, the presence, things way beyond what I'm actually teaching. And so I'm excited to bring that to the marketplace. Uh, What would you offer up for speakers? Offer up for speakers, like how to be a better speaker? Advice-wise, how to be a better speaker or how to get booked on stages? Yeah, well, so as far as getting booked on stages, what – I've never been asked to speak. I've always created my own opportunities, right? Because like the first event I did, I was 20 years old. I was all about personal branding, still am. And I was like, hey, nobody's going to invite me to speak because like I kind of just started my career. So I'm going to build my own community and give myself that platform. And that's um, what I've continued to do. Even last year, I did, you know, 10 events over a thousand attendees. I always created uh, my own opportunities to speak. And I feel like you, I just like creating a platform. You know, I, I never, I like being part of other people's things. And I think there's a place for that. But when you want something, I don't like to rely on anybody having to give me that opportunity or I can't do it. Right. If I can't do it, I'm going to create it myself. So. I don't think many people, you know, I, maybe it's when I was, I created my first business when I was in in my early 20s, made my first million by 27. Uh, It was a very unique business that I'm just beginning to talk about now. Uh, Mm -hmm. Many of you have never heard about it, and I am not going to mention it right now. I'll just kind of leave you drooling. Uh, Let's just say it was rather revealing uh, and incredible. Anyway, the point was, when I was in my 20s, I was completely fearless. That's what you sound like. I think what happens to people is that as they get a little bit older, they just kind of lose that ability to jump off a mountain and hope the parachute opens. Um, so I, it's fascinating to me what you're doing. I love what you said that you just went out and created it. Congratulations. Marison, Ken, have you created your own stages? Uh, yes, yeah. absolutely. We've created many stages. Um, and the, so the answer is yes, large stages. And we've created, we've created a production that was on someone else's stage. So IE Super Bowls, IE, um, global, summits, i.e. Uh, 400th anniversary for Commonwealth of Virginia. So we created all of those for someone else's program. Oh, but all our background is actually in, in large-scale event marketing, which we do not we do not really bring much into our work except to say that it was all about business relationship marketing. So we've been producing large-scale events. and But I think in terms of creating our own and the way you're speaking about, in terms of yes and summits and things like that, we've done that. Um, and I think we're coming to this place of what do we want to do to create a stage that offers other people the relationship connection platform? So that's kind of a space we're into now. But I like also, Alec, what you said of creating your own, because if you have something to say, why do you need to go to someone else and say, can I say it? 
So you're creating yeah. your own. I think there's a there's an advantage there and there's a benefit there. And just uh, power to you on that, dude. Well, Alec, let me ask you a quick question as I'm also teaching this. What is your product pipeline? So you get people to an event. What do you offer them after that? What is the reason for your event or an event? Well, if you like, I can walk you through the funnel real quick. If that would be valuable to you. I think my audience would go crazy about that. Don't you think? Yeah. Nothing like an award-winning funnel. So it starts with this ad right here, which I'll, I'll play for you. I've, so I started the, I've been running this ad for well over a year now. Well, there's different variations of it now. Can you guys see all this? Yeah, no, I love that you are doing this. You just won my heart. Orange County people, are you in, <laughs> into entrepreneur events where you well, can expand? Play it for you in a second. Hold on, I'll play the ad. But before, just to give some context, these are all local events. So I'm, so I'm building an audience locally. I do it in Orange County. I just started one in San Diego, and I teach other people how to build their own localized communities built around their business and market. So this is mine in particular. I'll play the ad. Orange County people, if you are an entrepreneur that's looking to grow your network, meet like-minded people and expand your knowledge, then you gotta sign up for my event list. I host really great events in Orange County, all about marketing, brand building, and other business-related topics that you're not gonna find anywhere else. These events attract a really solid crowd of entrepreneurs and being a part of this community is gonna allow you to create more opportunity in all areas of your life. All you have to do is go to the website, submit your contact information, and I'll let you know when the next event is happening. Talk to you soon. So that's the ad. And this is just like, it's been a hit in Orange County. Like I get recognized all the time. I've had thousands of people sign up for it. So this is the ad that's been running. So it's basically going to take them to this website right here. Um, where it says get access to entrepreneur events in Orange County that you won't find anywhere else. They submit their contact information. So they go from the ad to the landing page. And uh, yeah, they get on an email list. And when I have a new event, I let them know about it. Here's been a few events. This was my... Uh, personal brand soiree that I did back in November. This was the, uh, like a mixer party that I did. This is like the one that's going on today, just like bringing a bunch of people together. And then I host some specific events on like social media, like specifically. So this was the social media magic event that I did last year. And I had a variety of speakers, influencers. And uh, so yeah, that's been the whole thing. I love that. So, but from there, where will you have them do next? What, uh, what do they do next? Well, so, so they come to an event of yours. Yeah. And basically what I do is, um, for example, the one tonight, for example, I'm just bringing a bunch of people together. It's called the OC Startups and Growth January Party. And then on stage, you know, I share a little bit about what I do, which is helping people do their own events communities, right? So I have my own five-minute pitch on stage just to um, get some consultations, that sort of thing, for people that are also interested in building their own localized communities built around their own niche. Before this was my main thing, I sold a variety of other marketing services on stage. And uh, I also have a huge email list, you know, they're also following me on Instagram, so I can, whatever I'm selling or doing. But yeah, it's like, first and foremost, it's about bringing people together, because there's always a shortage of great events in any given area, any metropolitan area. But outside of that, it's just, uh, yeah, basically, my my whole thing is, like, talk to people about is I've been able to turn every $1 in the 10. So it's like $10,000 in ad spend turned into over $100,000 in revenue with local events. So it's Now, were you charged to come to your event? Yeah. Yeah. So like you- uh, the one tonight, I, uh, I've sold about 80 tickets so far at around $40, $50 a piece, depending on when they got it. So that's the whole point. You run the ads, which costs money, and even potentially hire an expert like myself. You got to get the money back, right? Um, so you do that through the ticket sales, potentially sponsorships, and of course, the clients that you get from it. Maris, Ken, what do you think? Are you happy that you met Alex? Yeah, yeah I am. I'm so happy. I think it's great. And one, and one of the things I would say is that, you know, the, the connection, Ken and I talk about mastering connected relationships. And really, the way that yeah. your business works is you are creating a connection for people mm-hmm. to feel a belonging, right, yeah. from a desire of wanting to build and grow a business. And so you're meeting you're meeting that need. And so that's, that's again, where all of kind of our Love work it. comes in is mastering connected relationships and you're working at home. It's all the same thing. It's all important. And then at some point I'll come in and I'll show you my one minute to millions on how you can, people can enter, introduce themselves in a much more unique, effective way than the elevator pitch ever hoped to. 
Uh, We've now sold about 28,000 of those trainings, just one minute to millions. And by the way, if you don't think a minute is worth anything, watch the Super Bowl. A minutes are going for $13 million per minute. Yeah. Well, so speaking of that and making money and keeping your money, I've got another dear friend of mine waiting in the wings. I want to bring him out because in three minutes, we're going off to our second break. Mr. Don Thornton is a phenomenal. He is known as the king of the short sale. uh, And he did that forever until his business did a slight change. And I want everyone to know what's happening. A thing called the Corporate Transparency Act. Will you give us a little teaser for the next minute, Don, about what's coming up in our next segment? Well, If you don't want to have your bank accounts frozen, your assets seized, pay multi or say 15, 20, $30,000 or more in retroactive fines, then you want to know how to exempt yourself from the Corporate Transparency Act. Yeah, this was guys just for why you want to come back to this next segment. This was a law that was in fact passed two years ago, went into effect January 1st, 2024. Most CPAs and tax accountants just kind of forgot. And I will tell you, as we are turning people onto this and waking them up, there is a massive ripple of, oh my gosh. And it's not, it doesn't cost you anything to, to hear what this is. That's the crazy part. It's mostly a compliant thing, but it's set up and structured so that if you don't comply, you will be paying $500 a day in fines or face jail time. Not a joke. If you own your own company, which is worth under $5 million, you want to listen to our next segment. Correct, Don? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's one of those things where everybody is very wow. Uh, so Alec, is brilliant when it comes to doing localized events. Maris and Ken are the relationship king and queen. And I'm just so happy to have a stage full of, of, of like-minded entrepreneurs who are here with one, one desire, and that is to up-level, uplift, and empower you as the listener to go look. Deepen your relationships, learn how to make local events, understand funnels and advertising, which Alec at a very young age is not only mastered, but he incorporates building real relationships post-COVID. And then Don is bringing us something that every single entrepreneur and business owner will need to know. And I'm going to do my best to get the word out there. We'll be back right after this with a very powerful third segment right here on Forbes Factor. Don't go away. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. If you hate going to the gym, but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert, Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to The Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now, back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Forbes Factor. It is, it's what a wonderful show. We literally have a full house. Uh, if you are listening, we've got Mara Siegel and Ken Ashby from the, the R Factor. They focus on relationships, co-owned businesses. They've been friends of mine forever. Alec Mountain is a new 
friend and he is his specialty, which is just brilliant. The way he's running his company is to create localized events and then teach you how to do that and really maximize as a business owner, how to grow your relationships. And then Don Thornton is coming to freak us all out. <laughs> so I'm just going to say that. So let me start with this segment about what Don is focused on, and then I'll bring it full circle and tie up the episode because we only have about 15 more minutes left to our show. Don, tell us who you are and what you are up to. My name is Don Thornson. I'm a legacy wealth partner, your legacy wealth partner, because I help people save and protect their wealth and their legacy. And the force and foremost, foremost right now is about the Corporate Transparency Act, which is going to take a lot of wealth from people if they don't be careful. Now, you weren't always doing this. I knew you from the short sale real estate industry. You were the king of, like, you have really mastered that industry. Yes, absolutely. But, you know, it's interesting. My first, you were talking about being fearless before in the previous segment. Uh-huh. I thought myself, you know, I started my first business in Moscow, Russia in 91. I took, I found a warehouse full of 360 millimeter Soviet made movie cameras, bought 50 of them, put five in my suitcase, flew out to LA and just went out to all the film schools, pitching it to students. And I I left there with $50,000 in my pocket, <laughs> which I used to get, uh, to buy the rest of the, of the supply and then started my own business. And boy, talk about fearless, but I don't know if I would do that now, but uh, back then, you know, when you're in your twenties, you got to do adventures. You got to get out there and risk and push the envelope. Well, you now have family in Russia. You go back and forth in a world where I'm just blown away. You just came back from a trip there visiting your wife, correct? Yeah. My wife and two kids and a grandson. Yeah, it's, it's crazy how global this man is. And so he came to me and he said, Forbes, there's something that you need to know. I care about you as a business owner. Have you heard of this? So Alec and Ken and Maris have not heard of it, which I'm reckoning to say that a good portion of my audience has not heard of a law that went into place two years ago, just kicked in January 1st. What is it and why will it affect us? The Corporate Transparency Act is, by all measures, the most anti-small business law that's ever been passed in our country's history. It is putting together the the Financial Crimes Enforcement Network, FinCEN, is in charge of its enforcement, and they're creating a database for all owners or beneficial owners of any LLCs, S-Corps, C-Corps, LLPs, LLLPs, and it's all designed for them to find out exactly who controls what company, but it's a caveat. I remember in the Great Recession, when they bailed out the banks, they banged out the insurance companies and so forth. Well, they exempted all of those people. They're focused just on us. People who make less than $5 million as a company? And have less than 20 full-time U.S.-based employees. It's got to be both. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. That's what I I have clients who have 10, $20 million in in revenue, but they don't have 20 full-time U.S.-based employees. So they have to also um, register with the Corporate Transparency Act. Now, I'm going to tell you guys, go online. Don't take my word for it. When you read in print what he's talking about, which pretty much says that you need to fill out all of this paperwork. Now, you Mm -hmm. said something that's really scary to me, and it's important. It is not just the owner of the company, but it's people who benefit from being part of the company. It's anybody who has significant influence on your company. Like a coach or a mentor. Exactly. Exactly. And this is going to be very important for a lot of people because think about this, okay? If, If, like, for example, I have maybe three business coaches and I'm in masterminds, I get in, they influence my company's decisions according to the law. And you go to fincen.com and get get the the small business um in for, or small business uh in, or whatever you call it, it's called. Anyway, just do small business and you'll see it. Um anyway, it is uh it will go through and you read that. And every single part that's talking about who has to register as your company's beneficial owner or you have to register as their beneficial owner, it always says. And anyone who has significant influence on your company. That's it. That's how vague it is. What's the penalty if you misfile? Yeah. If So if you have a, uh, if you send your report in, you have 30 days to correct any mistakes. So how are you going to know you made a mistake, right? <laughs> Unless someone tells you. So think about the fact there are 
30, 40 plus million companies that have to register by the end of this year. Mistakes are going to be made. Of course they are. And so it could be months and months before they tell you that you're, you made a mistake. Well, after day 31, they'll start fining you $500 a day retroactively until that mistake is committed. Now, that's the best case scenario. The worst case scenario is they feel like that you were willfully non-compliant and that you're faced with a $10,000 fine per violation and two years in prison. I'm sorry. I read it. And that's what it says. You're yes. Right. Yes. Wait a second. How are they supposed to enforce all that? How do they know if a mastermind person has been helping you? Right. That's the, what's, that's the thing is that it's set up that way because the ultimate judge and jury is going to be FinCEN. And here's the, the danger I talk about when I, when I teach people about the dangers and how they can exempt themselves is that there's a, there's a very scary statistic that says that only 1% of people and businesses that have their, their accounts frozen ever get them back. 1%. And the reason is, is that the federal government can, will go, once they go in and, and research your business, they'll always find something they can hang their hat on and say, we're not going to give you the money back because of this. All right. So the beneficial ownership information about who's a benefit, considered a beneficial owner of your company, that's the hook. That's what they're going to use is the hammer to not do this. And now they've got the banks that are looking at every single transaction with their AI AI capabilities and tellers, people in the fraud department, they're all looking to see if something is unusual, odd, or what's worse, does it make business sense? Does it make economic sense? Does it make legal sense? How in the world is some bank employee going to know that if I did a short sale and I made this amount of money one time and someone I made a huge score to something else, they're going to determine what's, what makes business sense and economic sense? No, but they're going to, and they can push the button, drop the hammer and freeze your account with no court order. Okay. So I'm going to say a couple of things that have just happened to me that should be frightening. So number one, I was going along my business, running it nicely, have a lot of people on Facebook. I did something wrong. I'm completely shut down, shut out. My entire business was on Facebook, all my groups. Luckily, I have team members who are in there, but I ran my entire company that way. Mm -hmm. uh, completely shut down and no ramifications. I sent in my license. They're like, no, you're barred. Well, why? What did I do wrong? They're not telling me what I did wrong. So you can't learn from my mistake and I don't know how to correct it. Was it, doesn't matter what it is, uh, mm -hmm. but I'm out like completely like there is no, and I was thinking about what is that? If that's your bank account, like I'm weirdly screwed. The second thing is I had a water leak filed with my insurance company, fought with my insurance company. My insurance company was a pain in the ass. They kept having different adjusters. They finally went out of business. I am now being reviewed by the Florida state insurance, whatever, met with the lawyer. And after complying with everything, he came back to my lawyer and said that I was a fraud. Mm. Oh my God. I'm like, what? You ruined my house, my kitchen. I paid for it. I wanted my money back. That was the rule. That's why I paid a premium. And that lawyer had the nerve to, because he didn't like the answers I gave him, because I had a little bit of a, a little bit of an attitude about how I run my business. He's like, well, how come rather than stay in a local hotel, you went to Costa Rica? I said, because well, it was cheaper. I had places to stay down there when it was COVID. Well, that doesn't sound very legitimate to me. I'm like, dude, I didn't ask you what was legitimate. I was running my life in a very wholesome way. Mm -hmm. And so that argument's not going anywhere. And then I watched another dear friend of mine who made $20 million successfully on a digital marketing thing that he did over the summer. Mm -hmm. Feds came in, shut, shut him down, seized everything in his home and shut him off the internet for two years because I couldn't explain how he could have legally made that much money. Mm -hmm. And it was a funnel. Yep. You and I, all we all know how he could have done that. Yep. Sold, you know, 10 million people, a $2 product. So, I'm just thinking that this is an important thing. So Don, a couple of things. Number one, there is an instrument. There's a legal instrument. There's always a way out of this because all of the big rich guys mm -hmm. have a way that they can be exempt. Mm -hmm. If it's interesting to you to explore that, Don, where can we reach out and find more about you? Uh, just go on to uh, bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash C-T-A consult. And then just tell him that I sent you. Remind me that so that he takes extra yeah. good care of you. And I'm just going to say, so Don, as you're moving forward, we got four minutes to close. What is your hope for everyone? Why are you out here spreading all this word? Because the federal overreach 
just keeps creeping and creeping and creeping. And what I don't like about this is that employees are not targeted. The really rich people aren't targeted. You know, all the banks, all the financial institutions that always got bailed out, they're not targeted. They're targeting the one segment of our population of people who want, who have goals, who want to dream, who they're building something on their own. They're the ones they're coming after. And I think that's appalling. And I want to do everything I can to help people run their businesses, invest in an entity that is not required to register with this horrible overreach. So it's bit.ly.com slash CTA. Consult. Consult. Yes. Dot consult. Yes. No, just CTA consult slash CTA consult. All right. And if you want any more information, certainly you can reach out to me. Yes. Alec, tell me about uh, what's your reaction to this, by the way. I think it's crazy. So is every, so I guess my, my big question is like, what does it, so everybody has to pay this additional, you know? No, no. Here's what's interesting, Alec. And this is where I would like you to find out about it. No, no, you don't have to pay anything initially. All you have to Uh do is fill out the appropriate paperwork that they send you or the, how, by the way, Don, here's my question. How do we even know that we need to fill this paperwork out and where do we obtain it? Well, you get it from FinCEN.com. And well, what if you don't know? Well, that's the issue. They don't, they, 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 they've done a piss poor job of educating anybody. All right. So, Ali, go to FinCEN.com. And is it F I N S I N? If F I N C is in cat, E is in Edward, N is in Nancy, FinCEN.com. Okay. So, FinCEN.com, go there, download the paperwork, and mm-hmm. make sure that that's you true. submit it correctly. Because here's the deal, Alec. You must submit it by the end of the year. If you have a new entity, you must submit it within 30 days of opening your entity. Mm-hmm. If you do something wrong, here's the ramifications. They have the right to fine you $500 a day until you correct it. And what Don said is retroactively, you won't know you made a mistake. Right. This is freaking me out. Yeah. That could be 15. You get a bill for $15,000 or you go to jail. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I just yeah. think the courts are going to be overloaded with people. Yep. So Alec, yeah. now what do you think? Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was my question. Like, what do I do next? Like, what do I do with this information? Right. Yeah, need- go to FinCEN, download yeah. the application. And then I would reach out to Don to make sure that you fill out the application correctly because there's things, because yeah. what he's talking about is the thing that I don't understand either is how in your business does somebody have to be? What does mastermind do for you? How do business mentors? There's a lot of sneaky little things that you don't know. We've never seen this in this country, but this is a man who lived in Russia. That's all I'm going to tell you. I have, Wait, you know what? I've got 30 seconds to close. I got to close my radio show. You guys, if you want more information, come to ForbesRiley.com. How to get in touch with Alex, how to get in touch with Maris and Ken. Ken, where do we go? Real quick. SiegelLeadershipGlobal.com. And it's all going to be in our notes, SiegelLeadershipGlobal.com. Alec, where do we go? Either AlecMountain.com or just search Alec Mountain on Instagram. Instagram is easy. And I and we got some Instagram. free items we got to share with folks too. So Maris got some free gifts. Don and, and Alex, what a great guest, you guys. We listened to the Forbes Factor. We ran out of time. It was so exciting. See you guys next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for making the Forbes Factor an important part of your week. Be sure to join Forbes Riley again next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll see you again soon.